and, and welcome to Excuse Us the podcast. Excuse Us is about sharing our unfiltered stories with a lot of love, laughter, and good vibes. So grab a drink, alcoholic or otherwise, we won't judge and chill with your favorite girlfriends. Hi guys, today we are back with episode 21 and given that it's the month of June, which is also Pride Month, happy Pride, we, but we're not going to talk about Pride this time, we're going to talk about Fathers, so it's Father's Day soon, Um, and Gil, what we're going to go into uh, on this, you know, topic? So we're going to discuss dads being our first love. Then we'll cover um, things around the father, like the father figure that we mm-hmm. are seeking out. And then finally, we're going to discuss also some of the qualities that we believe might be important um, in a father for ourselves, at least. Um, so Shani, should we dive into it? Yes, let's get right into it. So, Gail. Girls love their dads. Like, you know, it's a special relationship. Of course, we love our moms yeah. as well, but it's always portrayed as a special relationship, you know, when you're, yeah. you're a girl and her father because it's meant to be your dad is the first, like, man you see that loves you. Yeah. You know, he's supposed to be the first love of your life, the, the person who's supposed to show you how, you know, a love is supposed to look like, you know, um, yeah. and how... Um, male love looks like and how it feels and um he's your protector he's supposed to guide you through life and let you you know know what's what basically some people haven't had that for all of their lives or even ever so what has been your experience with your dad I know that you and your dad have a good relationship and like how has that like how do you feel about like I don't know how to ask that question but explain (laughs) go Yeah, um, so I've got, like, I've got an amazing dad. I'm really, 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 really lucky. Um, And he's definitely um, something very interesting, which might be a bit TMI, but, like, my mom was saying to me quite recently, as soon as we were born, like, the three kids, she put us straight onto him, you know, Mm -hmm. to do, like, the chest-to-chest versus Mm -hmm. just putting us onto herself which is Mm -hmm. often what they do when moms give birth. They're like, oh, here is your kid. And my mom wanted the first connection with the person in the outside world to be with the dad because she was very realistic about the kind of bond that she had made with us and therefore wanted some of that to be translated into different shape with my dad. So um, my dad is definitely a protector. He's, um, He's been the head of the household from a you know, putting the roof above our head, um, always like worrying about the money, making sure we were moved into the right flats when we started living away from home. The DIY guy, the garden guy, um, you know, the person who would help us calculate financially how we would live on our own. Like he's been all of those very manly, I think. Yes, that's what I was about thing. to say. Would you say that yeah. he is like, he fits that category of what you would say in like, I don't like to use it, but is a man's man kind of thing. So, like, it's all the, like, I'm using manly quotation things, manly yeah. words. Yeah. So, so there was, there was definitely that. And then 
but then at, at uh, the time when we were kids, um, the like men weren't really involved in their kids' day to day lives from uh, like mm-hmm. cleaning up the kids and picking up after the kids and you know taking the kids on like school outings and stuff. And my dad did some yeah. of that though. My mom was um um she she was a stay at home mom for about seven years to raise us. So she did probably more of the more obvious woman as it used to be traditional task but he was yeah probably day-to-day stuff yeah he was much more involved than loads of dad around him and he got a lot of comments for that uh, when we were younger but my mom has a very masculine energy though so it's Mm. it's a very interesting kind of like dance between the two of them but we definitely say Mm. that there are loads of loads of um like like traits um that he has that then I sort out into a man because that's why I knew better and I think that Mm -hmm. when you have an amazing dad like I was I'm very lucky to have um then it becomes very hard to find a partner who might be a father to your kids yeah who Who can match up to that exactly um I'm not saying he's perfect because there are things obviously that because he's perfect for my mom right but then actually Somebody like me not might be perfect for me because yeah, you know, true. Like, I'm different. But it makes it, I think, very hard when you have an amazing dad. And to this day, he's um, you know, he's very present. I seek out um advice from him. He's very he's more rational than I am. So I'm very emotional. Like my mom, this is a very good person to go to for like pragmatic, like mm-hmm. rationalized answers. Um, and he still yeah. like teaches me a lot around DIY um, as a growing up woman. Um, and he's somebody that like he's he's a very calm force. Like he's very 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 calm. He never really gets angry. He just never gets annoyed. N- like nothing is too much for him. Um, and I and this kind of energy is really nice to be around. Like you know even as a grown woman I suppose yeah so yeah so I think he's definitely my first love that's that's great because like when you hear situations where like maybe a dad isn't present you still I think you still feel like that person still feels like their dad should have been their first love even if they if they weren't so it's I think I think they don't realize or someone someone who is becoming a dad needs to realize the impact that they have on a child's life and how their presence alone can impact how they maneuver in life and they don't even realize it some people say oh my mom was my mom and dad and that's fine but I for me personally I still think that like you still need that father figure in your life you still need whether it is your father or someone else you know that you look up to and like there's just something about that something about you know that a dad can teach you or your father a father figure can teach you that like maybe no one else can um Mm. I don't know maybe I'm a roman you know romanticizing it because I haven't had the experience that you've had um maybe that's why I think of it in that way um but yeah that's 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 what I think about it um yeah I think I think they I think men need to be aware of the impact that they have and like how it can 
possibly, um, you know, not only impact how that person or your child loves, um, but it also impacts the kind of romantically, I should say, also impacts the kind of parent that maybe they would want to be. So for me, like, I'm super scared to be a parent because I, I, mm. the sort of person I am, I'm a very like, I do good all by myself. I'm self sustainable as well as I'm concerned. Yeah, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad yeah. thing, but yeah, like I, I just, like I like, I like my own company. What can I say? I revel in not having anything to do and not being, you know, busy all the time or you know, just just having time by myself and I find like is that gonna is that quality really gonna make a good parent is that gonna like and that kind of reminds me of that is kind of what I lack in having a father figure like maybe presence um and I think I see that quality in myself and I wonder is that inherited is that am I gonna pass that on and it makes me very very scared um but I don't know. Some people say, oh, once you have kids, things change or whatever. But I don't know that I will. And I don't so know that I, I will. So can I say two things? So like my mom, the first, my mom had a terrible dad. And I won't get into details, but she had a very, very, very bad person as a father. And it made it really hard for her to trust men. And it made it really hard for her to establish mm-hmm. a relationship with my dad. And actually, she said to me, I knew what I had as a father and therefore it made it very clear to me all of the things I didn't want. And Mm. she knew, she never asked herself, up until she got older, but she never asked herself, will I inherit those traits, as even as a woman, to transfer to my kids? Like it was never questioned because she said, I was so clear on what I could not tolerate that I wouldn't be those things and I and therefore my second point to you is it there is not such a thing as you know being bad to be self-sufficient because there are single mothers out there like you know your your mom and there are other people who are single mothers whether they decide to be you know of like adopting on their own or they just do like surrogacy or IVF and they just have a child on their own or they don't choose but there are some amazing woman who are self-sufficient and have the best support network around them and that still makes them good mothers and the kids still grow up like very you know very well-rounded like you for instance um and being self-sufficient means that (laughs) anybody but anybody adds to your plate right you don't start with a minus zero or you don't start with a gap anybody is benefit to you right so yeah yeah I I guess so I do have like I have I have like I think I thank God for my granddad because my granddad is like if I had a if if I was to get married tomorrow my granddad would be though it wouldn't be like some people say oh like my mum will walk me down the aisle because my mum has been a single mom or or whatever but I feel like my granddad will be the one who walks me down the aisle I feel like my granddad has been like he is the epitome of a provider like I wouldn't say that he's the most emotional person and I think from seeing him operate or or whatever I like I know that for a fact like in my partner or like I would want someone who is a bit more like 
upfront in terms of their emotion like as he gets older he's more like that but uh, I think growing up he wasn't like that like I would I remember saying to him I'd be like oh I say tell me you love me and he'll be like oh you know you know <laughs> and he wouldn't say it but now he does like openly like he even when we end the call he would say it first um but I guess that's just a, probably the way that he like you know uh, he grew up or whatever like that wasn't like maybe you know something that he said freely men meant weren't to weren't raised to show their emotions at the time yeah. of our grandparents and other yeah because my granddad was born in 1943 so yeah <laughs> but, but even even our fathers like they weren't raised like I like I often look at my mom and dad for instance in the way we you know we loved we loved equally by both you know no mm. question asked we're surrounded by love but the way they show it is slightly different my mom says it so much like she says I love you constantly and then she just is like like whatever we need we don't even need to need something we will have Mm -hmm. it before our eyes before we even know we need that thing and my dad is more in the he will wait and he will wait for us to ask for something Mm -hmm. because he doesn't he doesn't he wants us to be I don't I'm not saying my dad my mom doesn't but there is more this element of I want them to figure out what they need before I put it in front of them. Yeah, so I am and the last step. Is, I, they know I am there to help, but I am the, the last step. step. I don't yeah, want like, yeah, I do, yeah, I, I don't want to be the first, basically, that else they want. And, and that's and interesting. He, that's his way of loving. That's literally his way of loving. Um, yeah. Though he's been more open as we've gotten older because we told him, you know, it's very interesting how in the family chat, mum is like, I love you all the time. And then you're not so much. And I feel like, that's the beauty of like father figures they can change you know like the the partner that you take can change but I still think back to your point earlier the partner is not going to figure it out when the kid is in front of them they already need Mm -hmm. to know or they have qualities exactly you know it just doesn't work out just like that because I know I know people for whom it worked out and I know people as soon as the kids like have just come out they just walked away but, yeah but you never know because it's, it's so it's something yeah, that you never know and I, I know like you you can't actively say I want a man with all of these qualities and because this no, would make him a good father way. and when the child comes he can be like the most like dismissive person in the world like you don't yeah like you, you don't you know. just don't know and that person themselves doesn't know how they will react to it I remember when I was younger, like my mom, like my mom obviously used to be like, when my dad used to come and take me out, and my mom was like, oh, what did you do? And I'd be like, we went out, <laughs> and I wouldn't tell her what what we would do because I think mm-hmm. for me, like, I'm like that anyway. I'm not really a chatter, but I think for me, like looking back and trying to analyze why I did that is more like I want to keep that for myself. I want to mm-hmm. keep that like kind of you know what we had the day out that we had that special moment between us and like I loved it I love like at some point like when I was younger like I love my dad making meals for me I love my I loved that that relationship that I had you know like like if he like did my hair sometimes which was totally atrocious but I still like that early on relationship and I think 
me having that I still remember those like I still have that those memories and um like it's so that then I can say you know I I want a man that even though he might not have certain qualities he's willing to learn and yeah I think that's more than having the qualities I want the willingness you know yeah to think okay I don't know you know the best way to yeah. deal with the situation but yeah. I want to know the best way to deal with the situation yeah. I think that's more important to me than having like everything like okay he All must be answers. caring he must be there. like yeah he must yeah. have the basic things you know but I mean I don't want to list off a list of things and be like you know he must have that tick 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 I want the willingness the openness to you know have that conversation and have like be a good dad and be a good person and be a good husband a good or if not a husband a good partner in a relationship because above all when you think about it we're in this together this is a partnership and if we have and we go on to produce a child we have to you know align with raising that human being in the best way that we know how um yeah minimal you know damage (laughs) yeah but yeah that, that it doesn't always work out that way but I think um one thing I have realized about getting older is that um our parents in that moment they did what they thought was best and we we can only you know accept that and move on from it and if we have any like negative feelings towards it it's time to forgive because we can't go back and you know change what has happened we can only choose to you know say okay from this point I move forward from this point I forgive and I know that it's very difficult because there's wounds that like might still not be healed or like resentment or stuff like that but I honestly do do feel that people have like our parents have done the best that they you know what they like knew to do at the time like Mm. at the time so yeah. yeah Uh, there's a, there's one thing which I find really interesting. You were talking about, I don't have a checklist of things. I just want somebody who's got willingness and openness, like to create a good partnership. And yeah. to me, that's, to me, that's the thing, like the, the father of your kids should mm. be, and sometimes they're not good partners, but sometimes they're very good. They're very good fathers. Yeah, true. Um, true. And, and, and to me, that's, I suppose, the most important thing is like just being a good human being and that you balance one another. You can't be a reflection of one another. Like I see with my my parents, like they have a system. Like they would work very well as a complement. And even now as they're like gotten older, there are things like my dad organizes the holidays. Like he's the one, because my mom is happy with whatever. And he he likes this, you know, He's kind more particular. responsibility and he's, yeah. he's very, very self-reflective and he's very thorough and he's very meticulous mm-hmm. and all of these things. And I've realized that this thing about organizing holiday, that's some, that I don't necessarily enjoy being like a, you know, a holiday agency, but this is very much like what I do personally. Um, and I find really interesting that therefore, like your fathers, as much as your mothers teach you who you could be as a woman like you mm-hmm. because we are all like every single generation is an evolution from the previous one and mm-hmm. there are male traits that 
you know, mothers couldn't have and by yeah. rights or they couldn't because they wouldn't see that in their fathers. Yeah. And I yeah. think the, the generations that, you know, the young and of the millennials and like the Gen Zers are very lucky because they're seeing new traits in their fathers that are being more accepted that essentially enable them to have like a masculine and a feminine energy or within yeah. one woman, for instance. Yeah, yeah um, it's true because not only that, because it's like, like, carrying on from what you you just said it it's like it's not necessarily what is typically a male role or female role it's yeah. more like what are what are you good at what am I good at and let's work this out yeah. like, and that and that's more how people and now we're going to move on to the sisterhood minute on to you Shani so um we hope that this episode gave you some light or can bring some connection towards your dad if you if you don't have a connection so we really hope that you enjoyed thanks so much for listening Please share this episode with everyone and your mama and follow us on Instagram at excuse us underscore the podcast. Tag us using the hashtags hashtag excuse us underscore the podcast or excuse us. And to get in touch, email us via excuse us the podcast at gmail.com. Wishing you peace, love and good vibes from us to you all. Until next time.